Welcome to Docs in Orbit, a podcast for independent, creative non-fiction filmmakers. This is Hossein Jalilband. I, together with my colleague Ekot Turia, had the pleasure of being invited to the 66th edition of Doc Leipzig. The festival, as always, was teeming with beautiful documentary and animation films. We encountered quite a few beautiful movies from both established and emerging filmmakers. We asked some of these directors to take part in this recap episode and share with us their thoughts on a nice film encounter they had during the festival. What film would they recommend others to watch? Hi, my name is Juliette Montanet and I am the director of the film Tale of the Three Flames, premiered in the International Documentary Competition. I really want to talk to you about a film which is uh, staying with me, that I still carry inside me somehow, as if not only my mind recorded it, but my entire body. And it was a very embodied experience and a very embodied film. It starts with an old man completely naked, entering a theater, uh, lit in a doom light, entering the stage. And for 60 minutes, we face this man telling us his story about his life, about his music, and about the oppressed regime in communist China. And sometimes his music comes into the film to carry him somehow or accompany him. And sometimes the music is so loud that his words are drawn out. And it's just this. It continues. The camera is evolving around him very in a very soft movement. I was really impressed by the editing. The shots are very long sometimes and suddenly a cut goes to another shot and these cuts are like music. It's a very strong story and it's a very strong film. And for the first time, I think, I understood that music can convey a story, but not only a story, like can convey a life. And this man, this composer, musician, Wang Xilin, really embody it. When the film ended, the room was completely silent The girl next to me, she didn't touch a single one of her popcorn. And then we left, all of us, in silence. And uh, it's a very, very strong experience, this 60 minutes. The film is called Man in Black by Wang Bing. My name is Eka Zotoria. I was at Talk Leipzig both from Docs in Orbit, but also as an editor of one of the films in the program called Self-Portrait Along the Borderline. There is one film that I really absolutely love. It's a film called The Wind is Taking Them, a short film from the German competition by Anne-Caroline Renninger. film is mixing the footage of 16mm film and Super 8, And the central character of this story is a boy called Rovin that lives in a remote farm. Um, a young kid, apparently the neighbor of the filmmaker. And it opens with an image of a little boy hanging on a swing filmed from inside the window. And it's a simple and beautiful image of a child entertaining himself in the yard when alone. 
maybe a 10-year-old boy, I have trouble saying. And as we see this, we hear the voiceover of Rovin speak about the inevitability of human extinction on planet Earth. And yes, Rovin thinks that humankind is surely going to die out one day, but there is nothing like sad about it. It's just logical. And it's just like a result of his observation on life on this planet and different life forms. From one hand, the seriousness of the little kid around the topic of apocalypse is funny. And from another hand, it brings the film brings along some kind of philosophical lightness. And and overall the film really makes you want to be the child again and have like this childlike perception of the universe. I believe it's a very laborious process of making this film but the film feels just so effortless and um, light at the same time scientific and informative you get to learn about genesis and evolution and uh, from another hand leaves this like very profound impression of impermanence of things and uh, beauty of the present moment Hi, I'm Adhip Das and uh, I came to Doc Leipzig with my film Chandrahin, which uh, the English translation would be Moonless. And uh, it was in the international short animated competition. Uh, I watched so many good films over there. I mean, I couldn't figure out for a long time which specific one I wanted to talk about. But then I decided that I'd talk about Dreyf, Dreyf. I'm not sure what the pronunciation is, I'm sorry, by Levi Stroops, which is also a short animated film. You know, sometimes there's a film, you watch a film and it attacks a part of your brain that hasn't been stimulated for a while. This one did exactly that. It was dark, funny, and there was that, you know, that specific David Lynchian type DK that is gross, but also really beautiful. That's exactly what this film is, because... I actually don't know how you could make this film any better. I don't know. I don't think it's possible because there's this shot in the film where this man who's completely naked, he peels off a part of his skin and these four or five rivulets of blood flow out and then he eats the skin. And I was giggling so hard while watching that. And it's so gross, but I was giggling like a little child. There was another shot where the oars of their boat are being pushed out of the the dead shark's corpse. I mean, these are all images that aren't going to leave my brain anytime soon. They're just going to live there. And I think how I describe it is a good nightmare. You were scared and terrified, but also laughing and giggly. Anyway, so just hi, Levi. Big, big fan. Thanks so much for the film. I'm so glad I got to watch it because I don't think I'd have got to watch it anytime soon if I hadn't gone to the festival. Hey, I'm Pauline Blanchett and I came to Dock Leipzig to pitch a project at Short and Sweet called Two or Three Words About the City Gajmin alongside my co-director Django Piordo. I've had a really great time at Dock Leipzig. It was incredible to be amongst really, really beautiful projects, inspiring projects, and I took a lot away from my four days visiting. But I guess I will talk about specifically one film that I really, really enjoyed, and the film is called No Changes Have Taken in Our Life. 
by Xu Jingwei. And this was an animation around 40 minutes and it was so beautiful. I thought the animation was incredible and it was about a young boy who graduates from his university and is trying to look for a job as a musician in his town in China. And this was really breathtaking film for the visuals, but also the story was definitely something very relatable. I really like Doc Leipzig for the fact that we can see these animations. Um, and that's something really special that I haven't encountered that much before and something that you don't get to see every day. And they're really masterful works, basically, that are not usually seen in other festivals. So I really appreciated that. And I really appreciate the love of the short form that there is in Doc Leipzig. Um, again, this kind of also allowed us to have the opportunity to pitch our project amongst the other short film projects. I really hope I can go next year again. And, um, and thank you very much for having me as part of this podcast. My name is Sarah. I'm a filmmaker and artist from Croatia, based in Copenhagen. And I was part of Doc Leipzig uh, with my fresh film Valeria, that is talking about the female heritage of my island in a hybrid and experimental approach. And uh, it was part of the Panorama program this year on the festival. And uh, from films that I watched, uh, I was most impressed by a short animated film called Zima by Tomek Popakul and um, Kasumi Ozeki. Uh, it's a very um, deep insight into uh, atmosphere and uh, characters of a small uh, Polish village uh, and uh, this feeling of deep um, and dark winter is going from uh, the, the physical all the way into the subconscious and to the emotional winter uh, in, in the characters themselves. And it's a very humorous, dark, but very, very humorous and very intelligent uh, approach to the characters and uh, to the yeah very patriarchal and very uh, backward village rituals that I know so well, for example, from Croatia. And um, I could uh, recognize most of the characters from uh, where I come from. And I think they're in a way universal, but also very universally Slavic and uh, with insane visuals and uh, beautifully edited by Kasumi and um, story told by Tomek. Uh, I, I would really, really recommend this film. Uh, yeah, it was in the main competition and uh, it also won a special mention from the jury. This is Tess Martin. Uh, thank you for inviting me to uh, leave a voice memo about a film that I saw recently at Doc Leipzig. I've just returned from the festival. I had a short film in the um, International Animated Film Competition. It was called 1976 Search for Life. And um, it screened in a short film program, but also in front of a feature film called The Gate. Um, and I also had a event uh, on Friday uh, that people may have um, attended if they were at the festival. So that's who I am. The film that I want to talk about is called Zoo Opticon. 
It is a German-produced short film. It is 29 minutes long. It has three directors, John Fricke, Thies Minter, and Sandra Trostel. And it also screened in the international competition animated film. It's very hard to describe, but I will do my best. First of all, it has a very... Um, like fun and attractive design. So, so it's very colorful. It's very like pleasurable to watch, first of all. Um, and it's very um, funny and it's a musical. The songs are really great. <laughs> um, and it's about a spaceship that is alone and is at first kind of singing um, to himself, to itself. Uh, we we learn a bit through the songs about the nature of this spaceship and why it is in space. And it's kind of leaving journal entries to itself. And uh, without spoiling anything, uh, something happens on the ship and things develop. It's a very challenging thing to do, what they tried to do in this film and what I think they achieved, which is um, really tell a story um, a kind of global story, but somehow they they managed to um, create um, enough logic for it to make sense. Um, I can't really say too much without spoiling it, <laughs> but let's just say that um, by the end of the film, I was won over and there's actually a lot of space there for the world that they've built to expand and grow that I, I really look forward to seeing um, if if that happens. I think they are you know, thinking about those possibilities. So it's very, it's definitely worth the 29 minutes. Um, and it's, uh, I've just never seen really anything like it. It's, it's a very specific tone and they pull it off very well. Okay, that's it. Thank you. <laughs> Have a good day. Hello, everyone. My name is Darina Mamaisur and I'm a filmmaker from Ukraine. And um, this year I was visiting Doc Leipzig Film Festival where I presented my short film called Smoke of the Fire. It was in the panorama section. One of the films that impressed me during the festival is called Universe Department Store by the Korean filmmaker Taewoong Won. So this is a beautiful film um, about the tricky nature of our memory and how we are as kids tend to imagine so many things in our childhood and then this imagination uh, becomes part of our memory and experience that we carry for life. And the filmmaker builds the film around his childhood memories um, about the department store in one of the neighborhoods in Seoul. And he develops the film around the sessions of uh, hypnosis that he takes to recover, to dig out the memories from his mind and also around the conversations uh, with the people from the neighborhoods, which now are adults, but in late 80s they were um, kids and they keep remembering things about this department store. And it's a beautiful way to think about uh, how, how people relate to the space and they keep sharing uh, things uh, about um, very small things like how the department store was used uh, to make weddings or how parents were um, freaking out uh, because of escalators. And I feel like 
these childhood memories are very special because every one of us, if we think we have some small stories, very simple ones from our childhood that got stuck in our memory and somehow shaped our perception of the world. And how through the very mundane thing, like a department store, we can remember our uh, stories that uh, we relate to our feeling of fear, to our feeling of guilt, to joy. And also how uh, we keep relating to the city space and remembering the neighborhood, which kept changing a lot. Hey, my name is Mariana Cadena Sangronis. I'm a filmmaker from Venezuela based in Belgium with a VR experience called Draw for Change, We Exist, We Resist, that just had its world premiere at Doc Noland, the extended reality section at Dot Leipzig. I had an incredible time at the festival. It was my first time in Leipzig premiering my first VR documentary experience about a visual universe and the social plea of the Mexican cartoonist Mara Maremoto. She is an illustrator and a street artist fighting against sexism for body positivity and working tirelessly to visualize the growing femicide rates in her country, a horrifying average of 10 women killed per day. I had an amazing opportunity to see the film, The Mother of All Lies, the first feature doc of the Moroccan director, Asmai El Moudi. It is a film about a forgotten massacre that happened in her childhood neighborhood in Casablanca that nobody dared to talk about. And she found um, confronting questions within her family about it. This was one of the most clever and touching films that I've ever seen about family trauma, collective memory, and how to deal with an existing archive as she recreates events with beautiful small scale models of the streets and characters of her neighborhood in the past, along with her artist dad. It was beautiful. Hi, it's, um, I'm Anne-Caroline Ranninger. I was in Leipzig with um, my short documentary, um, The Wind is Taking Them. And um, it's shot on Super 8 and 60 millimeter and was part of the German competition. I didn't see so many films because I was there with my family um, and my son. Uh, but um, I saw one film that was very different to what I usually watch, which really left some strong memories um, with me. And it's an animated film. It's 10 minutes long. Um, it's called It's Just a Hole. And um, the director is Bianca Scali. It was part of the international competition of animated films. And I think what was uh, so uh, amazing for me was that it's so simple, so minimalistic. She uh, draws with a black ink on white crafty paper. And uh, she tells the story of a young woman who uh, goes to the doctor and she has to put herself naked uh, because she has something with her skin. Um, I don't want to tell too much of the plot, uh, but uh, she she suddenly becomes the object uh, of the doctor who's not very sensitive and who's who's looking at her skin um, as if it was like not her body it was just something she um, she is interested in to find something that is 
not right and then she finds the mark the mole that is that is not uh, right and um and we stay with the young woman uh, over the night before she gets the surgery to let this little spot go away and it's so amazing how how you go, go through all the emotional states she has um when some suddenly something is wrong with your body and um somebody tells you that um, it has to go away and she's very attached to, to, to this little dot and the little dot becomes even a protagonist in the film. And I think, um, yeah, it, it was uh, just amazing how she, she is able to, to tell all this through only these lines and the very strong sound um, work in the film and it was something very small and beautiful and um, I think she it inspired me and um, yeah I wouldn't want to watch more animation animated films uh, it, it really feels like some new opening as well to the documentary world that I was not so aware of so yeah thank you Bianca for this beautiful film and uh, I hope to watch more great works animation filmmakers in the future I'm Jani Peltonen a filmmaker from Finland uh, I participated in Doc Leipzig because my short film 30 kilometers per second was part of the international competition. Fortunately, everything I saw was quite interesting, actually very interesting. I would like to highlight a film called The Tupatives by Alison O'Daniel. The film title refers to a series of thefts that took place in Los Angeles schools about 10 years ago, targeting the tuba instruments. I love these kind of observations from which the film has the opportunity to go in many directions. And this film really expands. It is an experience. It escapes all the definitions. Uh, and I won't even try to explain what it's about as a like, as a, like a plot level. Uh, and it, it's uh, extremely sensory the way I ever seen before. Uh, the point of view is from the deaf or hard of hearing people. It's a lot about sounds, but just as much about the absence of sounds. Most of all, about how you can feel sounds. You can even hear the smoke of Los Angeles. Speaking about Los Angeles, I have never been there. And since I'm only familiar with, uh, with it from the films, I thought about the Tom Anderson Los Angeles plays itself in which he explores the relationship uh, between real Los Angeles and the uh, image of the city presented and created through films. And I, I felt like Tupatives is like hidden chapter of Los Angeles. O Daniel explores the relationship between real Los Angeles and, okay, I I'm not saying unreal, but other Los Angeles, which lives alongside with another. But anyways, uh, watch and hear and feel the two parties. Great film. Thanks for listening. This episode was produced by Hossein Jalilvan in Geneva, Eka Tutsuria in Tbilisi, Eileen Gokman in Zurich, and with music by Naim Mahbub in Estocolm. Special thanks to Nina Kuhn and Annalise Redfold from Doc Leipzig. 